0: Thanks for listening to the Mornings with Carmen LaBerge podcast, made available thanks to support from listeners just like you. Helping you wake up, remembering this is our Father's world. This is Mornings with
1: Carmen LaBerge on Faith Radio. If we're going to fly, we fly like egos.
0: Good morning. Good morning. I'm Carmen LeBurge. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen here on Faith Radio. You are a spiritual being. I don't know if anybody's told you that, uh, or if you're aware of that, or if you have lost track of that recently, but you are, you're not just flesh and blood. I mean, yes, you are a physical being, but you are a spiritual being. There's a spirit, some kind of spirit dwelling within each and every one of us, each of us and all of us, um, people who are spiritually possessed i mean i don't know if you've ever thought of yourself as possessed you've certainly if you listen long thought of me as possessed i get that the question is always which spirit is living within us are you a person in whom the spirit of god dwells or are you a person possessed of some other spirit it's not as if your uh your spiritual house is vacant there's a spirit living there When the Apostle Paul lays out the list of evidences of the spiritual life, uh, we recognize he calls them, you know, fruits of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5. You know, there's two contrary lists, right? There is, there's this list of fruit that we don't want. We don't want to see in evidence. And that is fruit that is produced by some spirit other than the Holy Spirit. A person possessed of the Holy Spirit has a life that, you know produces love joy peace patience kindness goodness gentleness faithfulness and self-control like that's good fruit that's evidence that the holy spirit is dwelling within a person so how um how a person behaves how they're living is evidence of the spirit living within them you can literally tell by our fruit what spirit is living within us so if somebody looked at your life would they recognize Uh, The spirit of God living within you by the fruit you produce, or are they going to see evidence of the spirit of the world, the spirit of the age, a spirit of darkness, not light? Churches uh, have a spirit as well. Churches are living bodies. They're living organisms. Communities and cities and nations have a spirit. We live in a spiritual reality where a very real spiritual battle is being waged all the time. And we ignore that to our peril. So when was the last time you really thought about, really thought about the spiritual nature of the world in which we live? And each person as a person possessed of a spirit and each place, each community of people, there's a spirit in this place. You can feel it. Now, when I encounter um, a new person, when I step into an unfamiliar environment, I can tell you the spirit within me reacts, responds. I can feel it. The very first indicator um, that, I'm spe- that I'm seeking in a new relationship or a new place is to discern what's the spirit of this person? What's the spirit of this place? Is the spirit in this person akin, likened to the same as the spirit in me? Or is the spirit in this other person or in this place in opposition to the spirit in me? the Holy Spirit dwells within me. And if you are a person of faith in Jesus Christ, then the Holy Spirit dwells within you as well. Like, I I am a person possessed. So are you. People are not like vacant properties. The real estate of the human heart is inhabited by one spirit or another. You have a spirit. I have a spirit. And when the Spirit in me recognizes the Spirit in you as one and the same Spirit, then we experience something that the world does not understand. We experience the unity of the Spirit, which produces a bond of peace. It is something that is a total mystery to the world around us. It's a spiritual reality. We are one in the Spirit because we are one in the Lord. And every other dividing wall of hostility, every other differentiation disappears. We are one in Christ. Because Christ is in us by the power of the Spirit, we are one in Christ, a unity of spirit and a bond of peace. It doesn't matter where we live, doesn't matter how old we are, doesn't matter the color of our skin, doesn't matter if we're male or female. What matters is that we are in Christ, and Christ is in us by the power of the Spirit, and therefore we are one. Now, conversely, if a person is possessed of a spirit contrary to the Spirit of God, an unholy spirit of any kind that sets itself in opposition to the Holy Spirit, I can feel it you can too. That is spiritual sensitivity. And that spiritual sensitivity needs to be cultivated, nurtured, strengthened. The Holy Spirit within us is literally the first and last defense mechanism that God gives us in spiritual warfare. God's spirit is in us. And that is the first and last defense mechanism that we have in the spiritual warfare of the days in which we live. So why am I talking about all of this today? Well, because when Paul is instructing his disciple Timothy in the things of the faith, one of the things that he talks about is this issue of the spirit. And in 2 Timothy 1 verse 7, which is our growing your faith verse of the day, we read, for God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and a spirit of self-discipline. So those are marks of the Holy Spirit, power, love, and self-discipline. That is evidence of the Holy Spirit versus evidence of a spirit contrary to the Holy Spirit. If you're operating out of a spirit of fear, if you are operating out of a sense of powerlessness, that's a spiritual issue. There's a spiritual battle being waged right now, my friend. It's a spiritual battle that the enemy never gives up on, prowling around right now looking for a way that he might enter in and devour us. So as Christians, we are literally a people possessed, a people possessed of the spirit of the living God. And the spirit that God has given us is not a spirit of fear or timidity. It is his own Holy Spirit, a spirit of power, dunamis, real power, a spirit of love, God's love, real love. And yes, a spirit of self-discipline, the ability to control oneself, to operate Um, with sound mind. So we do not live in fear because God has given us his spirit of power. We must actively live, um, live into and sort of loose the spirit of love and self-discipline that our lives might be actively engaged for God in the advancement of his kingdom purposes in this generation. So I'm going to encourage you to live and love today into and out of the spirit of God. Not not a spirit of fear and timidity, but a spirit of power and love and self-discipline, encouraging one another in these days in which we live where, yes, the spirit of fear and hate and licentiousness reigns in many, many lives in many, many places, but that's not the spirit that reigns in us. The spirit of God reigns within us, and that is a spirit of power and love and self-discipline. Today here on Faith Radio, you're going to have a unique opportunity as an agent of God's grace in this day and time. Um, We all recognize that there are other precious people living right now in extreme poverty in many places around the world. Our friend um, Sandeep Mighty, who works with an organization called One Child, we've been talking about them now for some time, and yesterday we talked uh, with you about beginning to consider the resources that God has placed under your stewardship that he's calling you to um, use to sponsor a child. We want you to meet your one child at myfaithradio.com. And we want to talk with Sandeep about, well, what it what it was like as a child living in extreme poverty and what it's like now to um, be on the side of children who are facing those same circumstances today. That's up next here on Mornings with Carmen.
1: One moment one child. My Hope Centre helps me with a lot of things. When the teachers at the Hope Centre came to my home to see how my family was doing, they noticed that we did not have a toilet. I didn't want to tell them that we asked our neighbours to use their toilet. It's okay, we have always done this my whole life. But we were so surprised when they came back a few days later and helped us install our own toilet for our house. Now I don't have to ask the neighbours anymore.
0: Who is your neighbor? Who is your neighbor? Who is my neighbor? It's a question that is uh, posed to Jesus. It's a question that is realized um, in our lives. Uh, no matter where we live, in what kind of community, there are people who live proximate to us. Jesus answered the question in this way. It's the one who shows mercy. It's the one who shows mercy. Today, there are other kids like Isa, who's, who you just heard. Um Lots of kids who need you and I to step up as neighbor today and show mercy. One Child has over 300 Hope Centers in 15 countries around the world. Uh, Three more Hope Centers are going to be opening in Bangladesh as a result of um, the One Child fundraisers that we've been a part of. One Child Serves Children provides, um, as you just heard in this story, sometimes very specific needs for their families. ISIS family was helped with a very practical need. One child is providing food and nutrition and educational help and spiritual resources. And yes, sometimes even a toilet for a family. So here's what we're asking you today. $39 a month changes the life of a child and their family and a community around the world. So if you sponsor a child today for $39 a month through one child, Um, you're not just going to change the life of that one child, you're going to change the world. We want you to meet your one child right now at MyFaithRadio.com. You can also call 1-800-864-0200. Again, MyFaithRadio.com or 1-800-864-0200. Sandeep Mighty is here with us. He's the National Director of Development for One Child. Sandeep, welcome to Mornings with Carmen.
2: Hey, thank you so much. What a blessing that I could be over here this morning and speak to you all.
0: Yes, it's wonderful to have you with us. So tell us, um, Sandeep, a little bit about uh, your life, where you grew up, and um, Mm -hmm. and how your life was changed because of, of a sponsor.
2: Yeah, so I am born and raised uh, in India, particularly in Calcutta. And growing up, it was really, really difficult, to be honest, Carmen, uh, because I still remember every single morning uh, waking up from a little chanty. And this little chanty was made up of four wooden poles and a blue turb will be surrounding it. And this chanty was a size of an SUV car in America, just to give a little perspective. Um, never had breakfast, but I love to say every morning when I woke up, I went for shopping. I never went for shopping in Target or Walmart or fancy malls that we see over here. But yet, yes, I went for shopping in the city dumpster every single day without a fail because I thought that would be the only place that I can get food. Um, on a good day, I did find some food that is half rotten and not. And some days I never found any food. Um, and I would come back from the city dumpster and stand in front of a school, wondering and thinking if I could enter that school, um, but never got that opportunity. In fact, the gatekeeper would say to me, uh, you don't belong over here. And you cannot stand over here. Look how dirty you are. And I was abused physically and verbally. And I would just run back to my mom and would just cry to her and just explain what has happened. And she would tell me, um, this is how life would be. And I wish that my mom had something different to say to me. But, you know, that that's what poverty does to you. Um, you. You start... Believing in the lies that you cannot get out of poverty, and as a child, it was really tough to to think positively and 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 in that season, I, I saw kids on the street dying also, so I thought I won't be over here and I won't see sunshine the next day.
0: Sandy, um, obviously at some point someone intervened in your life someone um presented themselves as neighbor and and your life changed so when we come back from a very brief break can you tell us what what made the difference like um why why didn't you die um as a child on the streets of calcutta can we come back and and talk about um talk about the hope and talk about the the role of a hope center and the role of um child sponsorship and all of that
2: yes absolutely
0: Good. We're talking with Sandy Mighty. <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. <clears throat> Paul, make the transition, please. Okay. We're going to continue our conversation with Sandy Mighty in just a little bit. While we're away on this break, we want you to go to MyFaithRadio.com, or you can call this number because our operator's ready to help you if you don't want to navigate on the Internet. 800 864 200 And become a child champion right now and sponsor a child. This is Mornings with Carmen on Faith Radio. Maybe you've heard that Faith Radio partners with one child to offer you the opportunity to sponsor a child living in difficult circumstances in a hard place. Well, when you sponsor a child supplying for their needs, you change a life. And when you change the life of one child, you change the world. Your one child learns that God loves them more than they can imagine, and that God's got special plans for their life. Your one child gets help with school and is taught skills like leadership and how to even overcome poverty. Your one child gets nutritious food and vital medical care that can be life-saving. You might not be able to change the world, but you can, in fact, change the life of one child. Meet the kids. Find your child at MyFaithRadio.com.
2: One moment. One moment. One child.
1: One child. Dear sponsor, I want to thank you for loving me and sponsoring me. You are a big part of my life. I know you are very far from me, but you are always close to my heart. I always love my time at One Child Project. They give me tasty food, clothes, and they help me with my education so I can be successful in school. I have many friends there, and there is always time to play. I've learned that God loves me and has special purpose for my life.
0: His name is Anthony. Uh, He lives in Africa. One Child Hope centers in Kenya, Ethiopia, Zimbabwe, um, 11 other countries around the world, including India, where um, our brother Sandeep Mighty grew up. We're going to continue our conversation with Sandeep here in just a moment, but I'm wondering if right now you would be the next person, that you would be the next person to answer the call to sponsor a child, $39 a month. We want you to meet your, um, your one child at myfaithradio.com. I invite you to visit the website. You can meet the kids. You can read their stories. Um, if you have a specific date on the calendar that's meaningful to you, maybe it's your birthday, maybe it is, um, your child's birthday, your grandchild's birthday, uh, maybe you could do what some others have done. You know, you've got an eight year old grandchild and so you and your eight year old grandchild want to look at those, um, look at those kids and see the places in the world where they live. Um, maybe there's a particular country on your heart and together you want to, um, you want to choose a child that your child or grandchild could develop a relationship with over time through the writing back and forth of letters. This is, um, this is transformative, not just for the kids who get sponsored, um, but for us as well, for you and me, for our kids, for our grandkids, for our families, for our spiritual life, $39 a month to sponsor a child through one child. We partner with this organization um, and we encourage you to step forward and sponsor a child today myfaithradio.com or one eight hundred eight six four zero two hundred. 864 200 a number of folks have already stepped forward i want to celebrate uh, david and maple grove who sponsors now sponsoring uh Naitik kumar in india Um, And David has a heart to to maybe even consider um, a a bigger project, like how could we open more hope centers in India. So I love the way God um, fans the flame of this. Uh, Thank you so much for each and every person. Uh, We've got Joyce and John in Cedar Falls who have each sponsored a child in, in Bangladesh. Uh, uh, John um, in in Cedar Falls has sponsored three children, one in Bangladesh, one in Kenya, and one in the Philippines. I I suspect that there's a a reason behind that. And so thank you so very much. Is there a country that God has laid on your heart? Is there a child of a specific age? Maybe it's a child who has a passion to be a doctor or a teacher. Um, uh, There's all kinds of reasons that individuals connect with a kid, but the reality is your one child is available for sponsorship right now, and they're waiting for you, and they're praying for you that um, that somebody somewhere would see the value of their life and give them a chance, um, and so that's what we're inviting you into, $39 a month to sponsor a child through one child right now at myfaithradio.com. Sandeep Mighty is here with us. He's the national director of development for One Child. Sandeep, we were kind of in uh, in the middle of your story. Can you mm-hmm. take us uh, take us forward? I mean, first of all, you know, I-, I want to just say that my heart breaks not just for you for the experiences that you had as a child, um, getting up in the morning and going to the city dumpster to see if there would be something you could eat. But my heart breaks for your mom because Mm. no mom wants to be in a position um, of not being able to provide for her child. And so um, it's just very, very sensitive to that reality as well. But your life was changed. Somebody stepped forward and shared their resources Mm. to make a different life possible. Could you talk about that?
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I always say there was a hope and a hallelujah was raised in that darkness and in that desperation when we were on the streets of Calcutta. And I love, Carmen, what you said, that there is a child right now that is praying for you. And I believe and I know that I still remember that day when I was praying that somebody will step up and will do something for me. And I still remember I was at a hope center at a local church And my pastor said to me that, hey, you know what, there is somebody that want to sponsor you, that want to support you. And I was super excited. And I came to know they're from Kentucky, Lexington, and their name was Stephen and Michelle Grooms. And they wrote me letters saying, Sandeep, we love you. And it feels like you are far, far, far away, but it just feels like you're our neighbor. And we are just praying for you every day, son. And that meant so much to me. And when I got a sponsor, I I got the opportunity to get food. I got the opportunity to get clean clothes, clean water, shoes. And I always say, you know, all those things were very, very important, but didn't change my life. What changed my life was the word of God for which I got salvation. And I got the opportunity to bring Jesus to my family, to my community, and to my friends. And people always ask me, Carmen, that, hey, what is poverty? And this is what I say. Poverty is not just lack of resources. Poverty is lack of hope. Because that day when I got sponsored, I was introduced to eternal hope in Christ. And that's what I want to encourage to all our listeners that, come on, let's give eternal hope to these kids that doesn't have any hope. And they are praying that somebody will step up and come alongside of them to sponsor them and support them. And the beauty part of this program is we get to share Jesus with them.
0: That's Sandeep Mighty. He's the national director of development for One Child. He is also um, himself a child who was um, was living in extreme poverty in Calcutta, India. His life changed um, because of the sponsorship of a couple in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, and as as Sandeep so beautifully points out, um, yes, the things that the things that a child receives for that thirty nine dollars a month. Um, that you send in to sponsor them, the food, the clean water, the clean clothes, the shoes, the schooling, medical um, attention. Um, Yes, all of that matters. And it's essential. Those are some of those first order things that every human being needs for um, life. But Sandeep beautifully points out that most importantly, what he got was the word of God. At his Hope Center, he was introduced to and um, and, uh, opened up to the word of God, to Jesus. Sandeep is our brother because a couple in Lexington, Kentucky answered the call to sponsor him years ago. That's what we're asking you to do today, to be the answer to a child's prayer. Your one child is praying for you right now in some place in the world where life is harder than you can imagine and where $39 a month can can provide that an extraordinary list of things, um, and and can provide for the opportunity for a child to have hope. Every child deserves a chance. Could you be the person who helps make that happen? Your child is waiting to meet you right now at myfaithradio.com, or you can give us a call one eight hundred eight six four zero two hundred. What wouldn't you do, I want you to think about this for just a moment, what wouldn't you do for a child in need? What wouldn't you do for a member of your family if they were in need? What wouldn't you do for a fellow church member in need? What wouldn't you do for a neighbor in need? What wouldn't you do? Now I want you to answer this question. What would you do? What will you do? What are you going to do right now? You can change the world by changing the life of one child. Meet your one child right now at MyFaithRadio.com.
1: Thank you. You don't even know me, but thank you for sponsoring me. One moment. One moment. One child. One child. My name is Sambat, and I am a graduate from one child in Cambodia. When I was 10 years old, my mom, she committed suicide in the house. And even not a year after that, my father was killed by a robber. And within a year, I lost my parents. And my other three brothers and one sister, we all have no place to go. And I graduate from one child in Cambodia. When I was 10 years old, my mom she committed suicide in the house and even not a year after that my father was killed by a robber and within a year i lost my parents and my other three brothers and one sister we all have no place to go and i graduate from one channel in cambodia when i was 10 years old my mom she committed suicide in the house
0: Yeah. So the, the audio there appears to be a little bit on a loop. Let me tell you a little bit more, um, of Sambot's story. I'm Carmen LaBerge. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen here on the Faith Radio Network. Uh, today's the final day of our one child sponsorship drive. So we are looking for you to sponsor a child, um, today at myfaithradio.com. Um, Sambot is a graduate from uh, from from a One Child Hope Center in in Cambodia, and she says that uh, that she remembers the day that the five siblings, she and her four siblings, um, went to the center. The director, his name is Mark, um, welcomed them, threw his arms around them, these five orphaned children, and gave them uh, a big hug. And and uh, Sambot said it was the best feeling that I ever had um, because my parents never, never showed love to other people um, who were not related to us. And so we, we were not hugged by anyone but our parents. And then after our parents died, hugged by no one. Later, I found out that it was a Christian um, orphanage and Christ's love was in Mark. Uh, and so, when we think about the way that God is using the ministry of One Child, working through local congregations and the ministries that they already have to children in their communities, like this particular orphanage that's an outreach of a church in Cambodia, um, this is how it works. One Child serves children in more than fifteen countries around the world. Children like Sambot, and they're looking today. These children are looking today for you they're looking for you um, because they need sponsors and so would you step forward and sponsor a child today $39 a month you can meet your one child at myfaithradio.com or by calling 1-800- 864-0200 with us uh, today is Sandeep Mighty he's the National Director of Development for One Child Sandeep uh you told us a portion of your story um earlier uh, this morning but let me just um summarize here for folks who might just be just stepping into the room just joining us um so sandeep grew up uh in calcutta india um and he shared with us that you know in the morning it was not as if breakfast was provided he had to go and find something to eat for himself and the place that he rummaged for food was the city dumpster some days he found something to eat and other days he did not Um, he would uh, wander around and find himself in front of a particular school um, but because he was dirty and poor um, he was not only not allowed into the school but he was shamed by those who were there um, physically and verbally abused and he would return to his mom in their very small shanty, four wooden poles surrounded by a blue tarp, um, and and he would cry to her. And she she had no hope to give. She had no future filled with hope um, to set before him. But God did. God did. And um, some sponsors in Lexington, Kentucky, sponsored Sandeep, um, and that gave him access to a future that in fact is filled with hope, and he joins us today. Sandeep, maybe you could take us back to part of your story that you shared. Take us back to the school if you want to, or one of the things that you shared was that in coming to Christ, you then had the opportunity to share Christ with your family. We'd we'd love to hear more of that story as well.
2: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it was really sad that, um, you know, what happened at that school when I was uh, five or six years old. Um, but God is good, right? God is good. Uh, when I graduated from grade 10 in India, Calcutta, uh, my sponsor and my pastor told me that, hey, Sandeep, you can go to any high school you want to uh, for grade 11 and 12. And guess which, which school I went to. I went back to the same school, 10 years back, I used to stand and I used to think how life could be beautiful inside those walls. And I was entering this school and I still remember, I just went on my knees and I, I, I started praying to my Heavenly Father and just saying, thank you, Lord, for giving me this opportunity that I always dreamt of. And at that time... Ah, man, the Lord was speaking to me saying, Sandeep, do you realize my delay is not denial? I repeat myself, His delay is not denial. And as, as I finished my grade 10 and 11 and 12, then I got the opportunity to go and pursue a hospitality and marketing degree. And again, I was supported by my sponsor in that and i just i just I just love how how God uses one family to to invest in me, and that resulted me to know christ and the second part of your question i I want to answer that 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 opportunity you know gave me a chance to bring Christ to my family, to my mom, to my dad, to my relatives and to my friends in the community and now we just love what god is doing and and i still remember you know when we were on the street of calcutta my mom would always say to me son i'm so sorry that we don't have a house and most likely we would never have a house never ever and she would just cry and i could just see the shame on her face right and i don't know that always stick to my mind that man Maybe one day we'll have a house. Maybe one day we'll have a house. And again, God's delay is not denial. In 2020, January, me and my wife went back to India, and we were blessed. And I gave the keys of a house to my mom and to my dad and said, His delay is not denial. Mm -hmm. Now you have a house. And I only share this story not because what Sandeep has done, but because what God can do through a child like Sandeep. Only because opportunity and a chance was given to me when I was six or seven years old through sponsorship. And now I can do this. My dream just didn't get fulfilled. My family's, my mom's, dream is now getting fulfilled because generational poverty has been broken through that sponsorship. And that's why I love to advocate for kids that are in the program right now. And this is that one moment for that one child To go and sponsor a child because I believe the kids that are present right now, they need a sponsorship. They need that chance and they need that support to break the wall of poverty.
0: Sandeep, um, so that would be how many years ago that you were six or seven years old?
2: That was 27. Yeah, 27 So
0: twenty so here is what I am thinking. Twenty seven years ago, uh, Stephen and Michelle in Lexington, Kentucky heard um, heard an appeal. They heard someone say, "There is a child praying for you right now," um, and that was you. That was Sandeep Mighty uh, in Calcutta, India, and they stepped forward to sponsor you as a child. And in that, they they accomplished some crazy things like not only did they fulfill the great commission like in their own life in their own life of discipleship they went through their monthly sponsorship they fulfilled the great commission because they Mm. made a disciple a disciple was made right they went into all the world they went to calcutta via their monthly sponsorship of you that is incredible and a disciple was made and through that disciple other disciples have been made um and that's just extraordinary and add to that in one family they broke the generational cycle of poverty that that's extraordinary so if you're listening right now you may not be um you know in Lexington Kentucky but you might be um but wherever you are listening from right now just let me Let me just put an exclamation point on this. You can break the generational cycle of poverty in a family right now Mm -hmm. by sponsoring a child for $39 a month with one child And, and put these in whatever order you want, but you can do your part to fulfill the Great Commission. You can, through your gift, go into all the world and make disciples of all nations, that they would find themselves like Sandeep and then like his extended family baptized and growing flourishing members of the body of Christ. Mm. That's extraordinary. That's just it's an extraordinary opportunity um for if you're listening right now, for you to leverage $39 a month to change the world. If I told you you could change the world for $39 a month, wouldn't you do it? Well then, would you do it? <laughs> like I just, um, the opportunity here is extraordinary and I don't want you to miss out on it. Your one child is waiting to meet you right now at myfaithradio.com. There are kids in countries around the world where one child is operating and they do so in partnership with local churches that already have ministries with children in their communities. Um, And so each and every one of these hope centers is unique. Uh, the, 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 the things that they do for the children and their families in their particular environments are unique because it's all contextual we all know this ministry where I live and ministry where you live is different because the needs of the people where we live are different that is true um, here as well so would you consider well I know you've already considered it so now it's like pull the trigger is this that we're beyond like what wouldn't you do I'm ax, I'm asking now what would you do What would you do? What will you do right now to change the world by changing the life of one child? Meet your one child right now at MyFaithRadio.com. You are listening to Mornings with Carmen. I don't know about you, but I'm tired. I mean, it's a brand new year and I'm already tired. I don't just mean tired. I mean like spiritually tired, soul tired. Maybe you're struggling too. Maybe Christmas didn't all work out exactly like you thought. My friend Susie Larson wants to take us on a journey to explore God's goodness, his healing power, to know his peace that passes all understanding, to draw near to him. If you want in on that, all you have to do is text the word GOOD to 877 933 2484. Again, you just text the word good to 877 933 2484. And every single morning, you'll get a text message from Susie Larson to wake up to the goodness of God. Connecting
1: faith to life, Faith Radio.
2: One moment. One moment. One child.
1: One child. The day they told me at the Hope Center that I had a sponsor. I was so excited because I knew that someone chose me. You see, my dad abandoned me when I was a baby. I want to be chosen so badly.
0: We talk a lot about chosen children. Uh, We talk a lot about choice in uh, the United States of America. We talk a lot about life and its relationship to choice. Um, Would you choose a child right now? Would you choose to sacrifice on behalf of a child? I mean, I, I just, I, we have likened the challenges that we live with in terms of a culture of death here in America um, and, and abortion. We talk about being pro life. We talk about abortion as being the child sacrifice of our day. I'm asking you today there are kids living right now, they are alive right now, and they need help thriving. Are we pro-life in this way? Would we sacrifice for a child in a generation when so many children are being sacrificed? Like, this is a, this is like a little bit of a come to Jesus moment when we think about um, what we wouldn't do and what we would actually do. So I'm, I'm seeking to compel you this morning to consider sacrificing on behalf of a child in desperate need today by sponsoring them through One Child. $39 a month. You can meet your one child at MyFaithRadio.com. Sandeep Mighty is here. We've been talking with him about his own story of being a sponsored child. 27 years ago, um, he became a sponsored child. He has since, um, I mean, his life has been radically transformed and changed uh, most significantly by the power of Jesus but also through the ongoing support and sacrificial giving of his sponsors. So Sandeep, talk with us um, about the sacrifice that your sponsors made when they started sponsoring you 27 years ago. Where were they at in their stage of life?
2: Yeah, so when uh, Stephen and Michelle sponsored me, they were in college. They were dating each other, and I don't know how they have heard about Me, maybe it was radio station, maybe it was at a church, maybe it was on a website, Um, but I know they've been called to sponsor me, and they said yes to me by sacrificing something that became everything in my life. And I just love that they made that sacrifice because that sacrifice led me to Christ, gave me a new life saved me from the streets of Calcutta. And uh, I just love our relationship. You know, Carmen, like when me and my wife got married in 2015, there are two girls. So my sponsors have two girls now, um, Hayden and Harper, and they were present in our wedding as flower girls. And I just love how God has just blessed this relationship. Mm. And now as a family, we sponsor seven kids. And I always say that, man, whether you are sponsoring one kid, two kids, or seven or 10 or 50, you got to understand that life is changing on the other side of the planet. And if God is calling you right now to sponsor a child, I would, I would just encourage go and sponsor that child. Because you never know what the story will be in coming 10 years, 20 years, and how God will be using your obedience in saving a child's life and giving them eternal hope. Because today I'm so passionate about this space only because what was done in my life through Jesus.
0: Um, Tell us about one of um, one of the kids you're sponsoring, because the experience of like having letters that go back and forth and getting an updated picture every year and knowing when their birthday is or the particular needs of their family. That's a part of the experience when you are sponsoring a child with one child. So um, tell us tell us about one of the children that you and your wife are sponsoring now.
2: Yeah. So I would love to talk about, um, Aryan. Aryan is from India and in Mumbai. And, uh, past year, I was blessed to go to India and meet Aryan. And I was, I was in his home and a lot of people think like, I don't know, these kid's really there or not. And let me tell you, just to make it more real that these are real kids and, I got the opportunity to go and see Aryan and sat down with his family, with his mom and dad. And his mom was just sobbing and was just crying and holding my hand and was telling me, Sandeep, thank you for sponsoring my child. Because now we have so much more and we see the blessing of Jesus flowing through you in our family. And I was like, I am blessed that I can do this. And now we write letters back and forth. And I always encourage sponsor to write letters. And I just love the last letter that Arian wrote to us and just love to see how he's growing up you know, and love the Hope Center that he goes to, love the leaders over there. They're true child champions, true heroes in that community, because they are just loving on Aryan and kids just like Aryan in that community as Christ would love on them. And I love our relationship and the little writings.
0: It might be that $39 a month sounds like a lot to you right now. Um, there's this incredible distance between knowing that something is the right thing to do and doing it you could apply that statement to anything in your in your life right there's a vast difference between knowing that i need to be eating more healthy and actually doing it there's a there's a huge distance between um knowing that uh i ought to be setting aside time and space for a particular thing and actually setting aside that time like you and I know this we we know the right things to do and we don't always do them so I want you to think about the distance between knowing that sponsoring a child is the right thing to do and actually doing it and then let let me just invite you to consider it's one step of faith it's the distance Mm. between knowing that something is the right thing to do and actually doing it it might seem like this chasm like this vast distance It's really just one step of faith. And so we're inviting you to take that step of faith today. Um, If you know God's calling you to this, then you know God's going to provide the resources um, in order to make it possible. He's going to show you where that $39 a month is. Um, It could be currently going to some subscription service that you don't really need. It could be um, that it's money that is uh, being technically wasted on something else and it could be instead invested in the life of a child in this particular way it could be 39 bucks that you would not even miss because it's currently sitting in the equivalent of a barn or a storage unit like right what are you storing up what are you what are you keeping in barns for for later you know for rainy day hey it's a rainy day right now in the Mm. world in the life of one child And you could bring those resources forward and invest them in the life of a child. That's what we're inviting you to do today. This is the final day of our One Child um, sponsorship drive. So meet your one child right now at MyFaithRadio.com or by giving us a call, 1-800-864-0200. We've got another hour together next. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen.